if this thought comes in you know what take a break stop mm-hmm. take a step back relax breathe focus on the moment take some time don't rush mm-hmm. therefore with that now if it is a panic attack you know what to do you're listening to blue radio bringing the vibe Good morning this is Manla Kipto. Uh remember men this morning and every other morning we can't continue having this conversation on all social media platforms at Blue Radio Kenya hashtag as always hashtag #breakfast vibe show now. Uh more importantly uh, I want to remind you that the moment of truth the moment you all have been waiting for is with us and of course as I promised we're going to be talking about mental health and of course men why is it important to champion for this conversation and I am joined by an expert this morning uh, while reading uh, his uh, portfolio his uh, brief uh, neuro hey watch it he will be telling us more about it uh, without uh, much further ado good morning and welcome uh, to the breakfast show mr uh, uh my name is ian kipto uh, for anyone who don't know uh, who you are you know and what it is that you do kindly uh, break uh, break it down for us because about we neuro it seems so complex bana neuropsychology sir yes yeah so uh, good morning everyone uh, so my name is thwain mahmud and um yeah i'm a cognitive cognitive neuropsychologist so neuropsychologist basically what he does is it's just a mixture of medicine and uh, psychology okay okay yeah so whereby i for example now we have this uh disorders that affect the nervous system for example we have uh, alzheimers we have this um memory issues attention issues mm-hmm. we have uh, neurodevelopmental issues for example in children who have autism adhd and uh, reading disorders and all these bits so it's a mixture of both Mm-hmm. where now my 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 role will be to assess for example your cognitive functions mm-hmm. so either your memory your attention span or um executive functions what we normally call executive functions meaning, meaning your planning your judgment your capacity to make decisions all these things normally are controlled by your brain as we know mm-hmm. and therefore we have people who when they get sick this uh, functions get impaired so my role is to come and assess evaluate and give a a, a diagnosis if whether yes your memory is intact for your age and your level of education mm-hmm. or no this there's something going on and we need to investigate about it further so basically that's what i do and also with therapy of course rehabilitation and also in that now mm-hmm. comes the psychological part where for example these things can be impaired in, for example in people who have uh, depression people who uh, have um, mental health issues generally speaking psychiatric issues psychosis and all these things normally it impairs also so that's that's announced the psychological part where now I evaluate also is it because of a medical issue or is it because of a psychological issue mm-hmm. so with that i come up with something if it is indeed both sometimes one or two or sometimes with both mm-hmm. i write the program the, the diagnosis and then we, we go from there so. uh it's quite interesting what you've mentioned um i would like to ask you know in in people young people gen z yeah, yeah. and millennials uh there is this uh quote unquote belief that um you don't need assistance when it comes you know to understanding your mental health sure you know how can we as young people bridge this gap and why is it important you know to have uh, the opportunity to talk to experts you know like yourself okay so um it's important in that one it's just like when for example somebody has malaria you would not expect that person to be at home and say you know what i'll get over it mm-hmm. it will en- eventually end up destroying you right yeah so uh the same thing with mental health the moment you feel you, you you need something you feel that something is not right and um, the way i've been acting the way i've been behaving or a friend also the way he's been behaving the way he's been acting something doesn't seem right 
you have to seek my, my professional help because mm-hmm. why um not only are we qualified for them to do that thing so so we are the professionals in that field but also we know how to handle it and how to take care of it from the beginning to the end and we have the tools and we have the the treatment methods to so that we can help you better understand what was going on and hopefully be able to treat it so that it, we can give you with the tools that you'll be able to be able to equip yourself with and later on of course you can deal with it if it comes back because sometimes it does come back mm-hmm. on your own without having any needing any professional help mm-hmm. yeah. all right all right now i was reading a statistic yesterday um according to the world bank they're saying kenya is ranked number four in africa when it comes to um depression uh close to 1.9 million people wow. are suffering from depression yeah. yeah so of course uh, there was a campaign a while back by the world health organization uh championing uh that uh this is real and the community needs to be uh, that people need uh, access to this particular uh you know uh treatment so let's say i've discovered that this friend of mine has an issue how best should i approach uh, you know this situation so that i don't you know trigger them and i don't also you know trigger myself yeah okay so in psychology we have just the way we have first aid in medical uh for example if somebody just fainted right now we have to you have to know at least your basic first aid right yeah so we also have what we call psychological first aid pfa Okay. Okay, yeah. So in PFA, I think uh, just as much as we people should be able to know how the medical first aid normally works, I think psychological first aid should also be a priority. For example, for example in schools, we need to know how to approach emotions, okay? Because this is something that it's highly neglected. I'm sure nobody talks about emotions in school. In high school, <laughs> we know you talk about cuts, bleeds and everything, but sadness, emotions, depression, happiness, all these emotions nobody Mm-hmm. T- nobody talks about it right yeah so psychological first aid is very important so how do you approach psychological first aid is that uh once somebody you know that this person is sick is a sad or anything you have to talk to them in a manner that is first very careful you have to be care- careful not to trigger them in that you have to use words that are not sensitive to whatever that person is doing or using at that moment okay All right. okay okay that's uh that's quite insightful um I want us to go on a short uh, musical break and then when we come back I want us to get into uh, something that has shocked uh, the nation something that has shocked uh, more importantly right here at home uh, talking about Kilifi County young boy as as young as nine years old taking their own life what could be causing all these uh, problems you know how are they arising how are we as a community not identifying uh, these particular situations and of course men what are some of the solutions uh, that experts like my guests can offer you this particular morning good morning asante tena sana this morning i'm not uh, alone in the cockpit your captain of course has a co-captain i'm talking about mr mahmoud to wayne in the building of course and we are chopping it up nice and easy talking about of course uh, health lifestyle and more importantly men mental health So of course uh, right about now I want us to shift gears and uh turn things a little bit uh up. Uh so of course um I was talking about this story where a young boy uh, in Kilifi County 9 years old uh taking his own life. Same same uh same same county uh, a man took his own life after you know visiting the hospital yeah. finding out that uh his mother is not getting uh, the proper health healthcare that you know is she's meant to receive you know i don't know if uh, i i can't speak for that for for this individual but 
before we get into what solutions are, are supposed to be offered, what are the causes of this problem? What is the diagnosis uh, from your end? So, um, suicide normally is uh, basically what we normally see it as a way out. How they normally, when somebody who is uh, depressed, they see it as a way out. Mm-hmm. Because depression, you know, starts from, there's a reason behind the depression, right? Mm-hmm. So there's emotions, then you have, when you have an emotion, you have a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you have a failed defense mechanism, defense mechanisms are, th- are normally things that we normally do that will try to comfort us, make us feel good that, no, I'm protecting my feelings, you're trying to protect your feelings. So these are called defense mechanisms. Failed defense mechanisms cause you to have a uh, panic, what you normally call a panic attack, okay? So you, are, you panic because now your defense mechanism has failed, mm-hmm. all right? So you, you get into panic mode. So you p- have a panic attack. Now mm-hmm. the panic attack, if that also fails now, now we come into long term or more many panic attacks now mm-hmm. get something that's chronic, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. chronic sadness now comes into a depression now. Mm-hmm. You've you sank into depression now. That's why we say you're sinking into depression. Depression normally is like, Literally a depression, right? Yeah, it's a depression. It's a de- <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh-huh. yeah. So you are in now the depression. Mm-hmm. So now, when you are in the depression, for example, now picture somebody in a well. Yeah. Okay, a very dark well, a very deep well. Uh-huh. Okay, dark. You don't see any out. All you see is just this darkness surrounded by darkness. Uh-huh. The thing about depression is that even you, the neurotransmitters, the the hormones that. Um, responsible for making you happy and you know for example the serotonin the dopamine and all those they're all going lo- low so you have literally nothing to bring you out of it you know even the best comedian won't be able to get you to get a crack out of you you know so that's normally because you don't even understand the jokes anymore this everything is just blocked and it's just pure darkness uh-huh. so what is the thing that is normally constant that you know this is a sure thing uh-huh. because in depression you don't have any surety you don't know what's happening but there's always this one thing that we know in life that we, this is a sure thing. Mm-hmm. If this happens, this is a sure thing. What is it? It's death. Yeah. Okay? Death is inevitable. Yeah. Death, you know that death is inevitable in death. So in that moment now, mm-hmm. see, you know, the only way out of this hole mm-hmm. is dying. That's the only way I can escape. Because in, your, in, the, in, the, in the person's mind, mm-hmm. that's how they're thinking. That's mm-hmm. depression now. Okay? Yeah. So uh, when we say in the person's mind, basically now this is something that affects, you know, uh, your cognitive, uh, you know, your thinking apparatus. Uh, uh, now, then now combine with emotions. Now it becomes like a, a whole bomb. Yes. So yeah? no, well, normally even with something called uh, CBT, okay, cognitive behavioral therapy, okay. which is one of the therapies that we normally do provide for depression. Okay. Of course, after medication, medication helps and then we combine it with therapy. So these two have to go hand in hand and eventually the person works it out. Mm-hmm. How does CBT work? Normally is tr- basically trying to show you the relationship between your thoughts and your actions and your emotions. Mm-hmm. Because there's always a relationship. It's a triangle. It's called the cognitive triangle. Okay, so we have the cognitive triad. So we have the emotions, we have the actions, and then which le- therefore leads to the um, emotion, uh, sorry, your thoughts. How your thoughts influence your emotions which later influence your actions. Okay? Yeah. So once we show you this relationship mm-hmm. and then you understand that actually what led to this was because maybe my thoughts, thinking that you were talking about the cognition now, mm-hmm. have been distorted. Okay, so we have what we do is cognitive restructuring. We try to restructure your your thoughts now. Mm-hmm. So we try to change the way you perceive things. That maybe maybe you perceived something wrongly. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe you thought it's all on you because we have also what we call normally biases. Mm-hmm. Okay, so biases are normally the way you, you, your mind thinks. Normally we have the we have um, 
many forms of biases, okay? So the one that normally comes, the first one in your mind is the one that people normally mostly go with. Mm-hmm. And therefore, normally the first one that comes into your mind normally is not the right one because probably you're doing something called emotional thinking or mm-hmm. emotional reasoning where you're reasoning using your emotions and not your, th- your, your, your thoughts. Okay. <laughs> now, how do I identify that? That's why you you're know, told, yeah, exactly, yeah. you should not make decisions when you're angry, you should uh-huh. not make decisions when you're happy, you should not make decisions when, for example, you're sad. Mm-hmm. Why? Because probably at that moment you will make, you'll do, you'll do this emotional reasoning mm-hmm. and you should not be thinking with your emotions but you should be thinking with your with your brain, brain yeah exactly Co- you should have cognition into it, not the emotional side of it mm-hmm. so therefore if it is in the emotional reasoning so now we show you how the old, so this emotion led to this thought and this thought led to this action mm-hmm. so now you see why this action happened this thing do okay so what do we change i have to monitor my thoughts mm-hmm. okay so you monitor your thoughts you how do them you catch them before they they get into action the moment you know so i equip you with this I, I, we do what we call psychoeducation. i educate you on this i educate you on how thoughts come in in mm-hmm. the beginning, right? And once you see this thought now coming in, you, you, you capture it in the mid- immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is now what you call a cognitive distortion. So they're called cognitive distortions. Mm-hmm. So this is, ah, th- so I'll teach the list of, cogn- I, I'll teach the patient the list of cognitive distortions so that you'll be able to identify them. Once they come in, you capture them before they do their effect and mm-hmm. I'll give to you the tools now how to deal with it. For example, I tell you now, if this thought comes in, you know what, take a break, mm-hmm. stop. Take a step back, relax, breathe, Focus on the moment, take some time, don't rush. Mm-hmm. Therefore, with that now, if it is a panic attack, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've, t- I've, I've, I've taught you maybe progressive muscle relaxing, which is one way of relaxing also. Mm-hmm. In terms of people who have panic, panic attacks, PMR, so I teach you how to relax your muscles. Progressive muscle relaxation. Mm-hmm. And therefore, with that now, eventually, you know how to control your emotions. You can take that pause because you won't make those rush decisions which normally would lead to mm-hmm. bad uh, decisions. Bad decisions, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when we talk about uh, health, yeah, we all grow up in different family settings, you know, uh, family are different, you know, built differently, people grow in different environments. Let's say uh, this particular individual, you know, grew up in an environment where uh, they saw, you know, some of their family members are uh, trying to take their own lives. Um, they didn't, you know, they don't understand or they don't understand why, why is this happening, you know, but as they grow older, that, that image, that history, you know, doesn't, doesn't leave you. It grows with you, yeah? Yes, yes. How do they avoid, you know, falling or doing the same mistakes that, you know, uh, some of their family members did? Uh, and is it, you know, are these uh, situations or these uh, conditions, uh, can, can, are they hereditary? Or, because uh, how does it work? Okay, so there are some studies that show that, yes, uh, suicide sometimes it is, no, it's not hereditary, mm-hmm. but there is an increased risk of it passing by to, to the to the to the um, what is it, the descendants okay okay yeah so for example our, it's not hereditary in that it's pa- passes through the genes but there is that trauma side of it mm-hmm. so for example if you do know that somebody passed away by from from suicide yeah that thought will always linger in your mind mm-hmm. behind in the back of your mind so yeah. whenever there's something you'll, you'll, you'll your mind will take you back to that moment there is suicide so that can give you two outcomes either you will it's the same way with abusive parents. For example, if you grew up with abusive parents, you'll either want to become you'll over you'll become a, a very good parent, or now you'll overlove the children <laughs> because you don't want to go back to that. To go back to that, yeah. Or hurt people, hurt people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where because you are hurt, you will also want to hurt back mm-hmm. because if, without even knowing, right? Yeah. So there's always two outcomes. So these are so and they're always the extremes, right? So you'll either go the extreme or you'll overly, of course, which is also not good. Mm-hmm. Or you will now hurt people, hurt people, or you will also hurt people. Mm-hmm. So the same thing with that. Now, 
how will you cope with it knowing that in my family there is this thing maybe it has happened before in all these things the first thing i'd say is always seek therapy okay because with a therapist now we will inform you on how to handle these things and how to take care and how to capture these thoughts because as i said normally this is all about thoughts your emotions and thoughts you have to regulate emotional regulation is something that is very very important in any human being that you have you have to know how to regulate your emotions you have to know how to be in the present you have to know how to capture these distortions because these distortions are there mm-hmm. this everybody has cognitive distortions everyone everyone has these things if i mentions for you some of the cognitive distortions you'll be surprised you'll be telling me oh i have this every day actually mm-hmm. so you see so once you know how to capture these thoughts and how to capture this and how to handle with it and of course showing you the relationship for example now a traumatized kid and eventually starts uh, abusing people I- in adulthood so i will tell you see this normally in psychology this is how it is because you are abused now you s- you're also seeking to s- to do the same because of this and i'll show you the, the lines and everything and therefore it all makes sense and you oh so this is why that uh, so this is why, why is this like this yeah this is why this is like this uh-huh. okay so what can i do now so this is what you can do uh-huh. so you break that cycle once you break that cycle once you have that realization that's it then you can move on can better move on. so okay. So uh, as we speak I was reading an article right here this morning from uh, let me just confirm this this is from the star and it is saying um I think on Monday this Monday yeah uh, a young man 29 years old in Kasarani Nairobi I think uh, set himself ablaze mm-hmm. now Kenya right now uh, without a doubt our population is mostly comprised of uh, young people and uh, I would uh, uh, but this is my own uh, analysis many young people right now are you know are battling i would say you know finishing university um the notion or the belief there are no jobs and then uh, there is also now the rising cost of living we have seen increase in taxes we've seen we are seeing all these things happening in the economy yeah, yeah. as a young person who maybe you know uh, going through school you weren't prepared for this part of life yeah. how should you as a young person you know approach these uh, new changes that you know have come drastically no one is preparing you with it you are a uh, first time away from home yeah. that kind of thing how should you handle yourself so that you know you don't fall uh, like we've said into this yeah, depression the, the depression itself yes. okay so um i think uh, first you have to i think we live in our fast paced world right where for example statuses are 30 seconds long um tv programs these days they, ha- they cannot be more than one hour long you have to always it's a first place people don't have the time to sit down and focus on things yeah so i'd say the first thing is try to slow down okay slow down and then there's something that you have to also to appreciate is uh the the the, the journey that normally there's always a journey things don't ha- just happen in one night or in you always have to appreciate the journey okay equip yourself with the psychological tools that are that are important for you read more books that will normally help you with uh, this um, tools that will help you equip yourself in fighting or in combating these thoughts that will normally come in and have you thinking that oh i'm not doing best i'm not doing good why is this person already in vacation and i'm in university struggling okay so you have to understand things normally take time nothing happens in a in a fortnight if it does in a in a night sorry if it does happen then of course normally things take time there's a, there's always a journey to it right yeah so you have to you have to have that moment because normally in psychology mindfulness i don't know if you've heard of this the term mindfulness you have to be in the always in the moment try to appreciate the little things that you have family time is also important and one of the other factors normally is faith okay faith plays a very very big role normally we've seen people who for example have been in depression and without even thinking mental health not that it's it's a it's um 
recommended mm-hmm. but faith was a very strong link because eventually they, they tell you you know what i just couldn't do it because i know god is with me mm-hmm. okay so yeah. faith is is, a, is in fact one of the strongest protective factors we call them protective factors one of the strongest protective factors that would normally help so be practice being in the moment appreciate the little things that you have trust the process be there as long as you're being consistent in what you're doing and of course equip yourself read as more books as you can and i think one of the other things normally these days i've seen is an increase in drug use as much as it's something that you know it's being made as something cool to do and all these things mm-hmm. but they do play a huge role mm-hmm. on our thinking capacity and our thoughts and our emotions and everything mm-hmm. so we have to also i think as a country we have to do something on this uh, drug elements yeah. especially in in the, in the course of sino so in nairobi in the course they thought there's a heroin um, yeah, there's something heroin pandemic, pandemic, yeah. pandemic yeah exactly then in nairobi so there was this changa thing going on in, right up yeah, country for sure. yeah so the drugs also i think is something that the national policies have to you have to be more strict on this because mm-hmm. as much as you it's a, it's a thing of about i don't know they say it's cool and all these things but eventually we know that these things are harmful and they eventually of course uh play into the thoughts that you normally have the negative thoughts that you normally have mm-hmm. so yeah basically that's what i would recommend all right all right right about now we are in that conversation and i have to say man this is a life changing conversation of course man you have to be in uh, on the airwaves to get and understand what we are doing this morning yes man i'm chopping it up of course with mr mahmoud thwain in the building So remember man you can listen to us live via the website www.bluradio.co.ke or alternatively hit our socials at blue radio kenya drop me a message send me that question you want us to engage this morning and we, be, we will be so kind to engage and of course interact with your lovely questions now i want to jump uh, somewhere closer to home still uh, last week i believe uh, there was a case and i believe there was also a case i believe sometime this week uh, a young lady in I think in Pwani University uh she was she was stabbed several times uh it is not clear by who uh because of what reasons but uh in in, in you know in uh, in the current generation right now we are seeing a lot of uh young people engaging in these romantic relationships you know um I would I would uh, I would go as fast to say we don't understand what we are getting into or we believe we know what we are getting into but after these relationships have ended you know after some certain things are revealed unto us our response is not uh that good how should we you know a- a- approach these situations when these relationships end you know how are we supposed you know to carry ourselves up you know because uh, this is a gap that you know also leads young people and young folk right now into this depression again how can we you know uh, navigate the same waters okay so <laughs> this normally goes with the a subspecialty of psychological marriage counseling and marriage therapy <laughs> which I'm not a professional in that I have to I put it out there already uh-huh. but I think in my two senses uh in my two senses sorry my two senses is that uh I think you know you normally say when you have a um when you have a hammer everything looks like a nail right I yeah. don't know if you know that <laughs> So what 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 bounces back to me again is the same thing that I was talking about before mm-hmm. is this uh, the thinking ways right yeah so and you know actually normally we have uh, something called actor observer bias it's mm-hmm. something that's that's uh, the biases that I mentioned and one of the biases we call the actor observer bias mm-hmm. where we have a tendency to blame everything on others and not ourselves 
okay so mm-hmm. it's always something that ah, they did this they did that they did this they did this it's a bias why because we always want to protect our feelings right you don't want to be the one who's guilty you don't want to feel like it's always guilty right i'm, I'm the one it's not me it's them right yeah normally it's not me, yeah it's, it's not me it's, them. it's not me it's not them right yeah so you have to for example put yourself in the situation of that lady or that guy whatever it is whoever the, the, the partner will be try to understand why was it that is it because maybe it's something that i did is it something that i did that normally led to this what what was it well, we have to have more candid conversations and in the beginning of course as we were talking before what was the objective of you getting into that relationship eventually mm-hmm. right because normally you know you have to even when you're dating somebody there's always objectives like like i'm dating you but i want to actually get this out of this out of this is how i am this is how i'm i'm supposed to be in a relationship this is how i expect my partner to be in a relationship right so you have to know yourself you have to understand your partner and people have you have to always remember that people have baggages right you as an individual have what you normally call constructs mm-hmm. these are things that you learned from the when you are a baby until all the way you've grown up right mm-hmm. and your partner has the same you all go through the same this partner maybe grew up without a father or without a mother mm-hmm. you grew up maybe in a stable family you're used to more love you're used to more you're used to you're fu- you're filled with love inside of you mm-hmm. this partner seeks love because mm-hmm. they did not grow up with parent a mother or a father mm-hmm. now you're dating this person because of looks ah the old demon bomba sana wachana kai okay sawa ni bomba sawa unakana yeye lakini now there's that psychological aspect of it right oh demon demon by yeye i grew up without a father a father in the family so now he seeks she always seeks that father figure sawa father figure for her means that somebody who's always there to provide whatever she wants right mm-hmm. because now she wants to compensate for that she wants to fill that gap in her life wewe ambao ndo umemaliza university sasa hii ukaona do sawa huyu demie amekuja hapo seeking a father figure she want somebody who hey i want to make uh, my hair 10k tuma mm-hmm. so in her mind that's what my man is supposed to be doing mm-hmm. this is the role of a man in my life this is how a man should be in my life unapigiwa university graduate maskini first year vp 10k <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> where you're like hey 10k now them na eh so 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 mm-hmm. the girl said you know what this guy is actually not worth it mm-hmm. maybe you're kind and loving you're giving you're giving her another part of her life that she she missed out yeah. so maybe you're kind and loving so she, you're giving her that part mm-hmm. but then there's another part which she's feeling uh, uh, like something is missing so she now she seeks to seek that other part mm-hmm. while still holding on to you because she doesn't want to lose the other part mm-hmm. eventually that leads to what cheating mm-hmm. you find out you both break up mm-hmm. so i think that you know relationships normally are so complex that's why there's even a subspecialty of psychology just for relationship this the marriage therapy and the marriage counseling mm-hmm. they just and there's also relationship psychology mm-hmm. where you just focus on how the dynamics of relationship impact people and you when you understand that people have a past and we have the people we all dif- we grew up in different homes we all grew up in different settings and we all have different for example right now if i ask you you know i was at uh, mount kenya university when we were doing like it was a sort of a men's conference mm-hmm. once <clears throat> and somebody asked a question where they said um, i've always been be- i've been with so many women mm-hmm. but i still haven't found my perfect woman mm-hmm. how would you advise me mm-hmm. and i told him what is a perfect woman for you 
Mm-hmm. Because if somebody is keeps searching and they don't find what they're searching, maybe you don't know what you're searching Money, for. Yeah. Right? So first define what you're searching for, right? Mm-hmm. This is the kind of woman that I want. Once you have this kind of woman, both psychologically, financially, um attractiveness-wise, all these things, consider them. It's it's a fact these things are there, right? Mm-hmm. Put them down in a list. Decide this is the kind of woman that I want. Seek out for them. Don't put yourself out there just for the for to for last. You know, just you just want to fulfill your needs and all these things. No. If you're really serious about relationship then do all these things and eventually of course you, you you always end up with somebody who's who's the right one for you I think. Mm-hmm. So those are my two cents in terms of those things. All right, quite insightful that one. I want us to look into uh community involvement and uh, our case study this morning of course is um nine year old boy in Kilifi who uh, took his own life. Story goes he was sent by uh, the parent to go fetch firewood. Um you know uh normally you're supposed to take a certain period of time but on this particular day he took much longer you know so once the parents and the family started uh, seeking uh, his whereabouts they realized or rather they found his uh, his corpse uh, out in the woods so uh, my question this morning is as a, as a as a society as a community you know how how best can we equip ourselves uh, to provide an environment that enables everyone to thrive not only adults but also young yeah young uh, young people because sometimes we look at this situation like uh, you know men are, are, are suffering most but we, we we forget that also young people can be affected yeah. we forget that women also can be affected how can we create uh, this particular uh, environment okay so you know i work with uh, most of the times i work with uh, children with special needs so meaning the autism and the ADHD in fact i I'm, i also collaborate with a, a special needs school called bright beginning center founding nyali and therefore one of the to- main topics that we normally talk about is uh, stigma the topic of stigma the stigma that the society normally creates for different kind of things for children with special needs for men for mm-hmm. women for young people for old people you know as humans we like to categorize things yeah. we always do categorization because a lot. it helps us yeah it's because it it helps uh, the thinking process the brain has less work to do Mm-hmm. Okay once you put something into a category you have less work to do right that's why we have organization drawers we have all these things because you know exactly where to go to find it so it's the same thing with your brain you'll always categorize things so once you categorize things it becomes easier but eventually also it creates other things mm-hmm. so now this gets the stigma type so for example stigma normally in psychology there's a societal stigma and the self stigma okay now because we're talking about the society I'll talk about the societal stigma mm-hmm. the societal stigma normally cre- is created through one something that we call the stereotypes which cr- normally creates stereotypes mm-hmm. prejudice and eventually discrimination stereotype is what for example this pe- the young men are supposed to be providing so that's now a stereotype right prejudice is that in that now uh this this guy is not uh so i i, I can't asso- i can't associate with him because he's not providing to me so that's now prejudice discrimination now is where now you're saying okay i cannot see i cannot be with somebody who does not provide for me so now you see how the stigma has created a stereotype which eventually created a prejudice which eventually led to discrimination so as a society i think we have to work on uh the stereotypes we have to really abandon the stereotypes we have to work on them we have to learn about how stereotypes affect normally individuals and as a society as a whole mm-hmm. for example you know in the case of that 
I, th- I don't know why, what led to him being killed. Was there something that was normally, was it discriminatory? Was it because of a stereotype? Was it because of a prejudice? Because it's always, in terms of society, yeah. it's always one of these th- three things, right? Yeah. Either a stereotype, is a prejudice, or it's a because of just discrimination, like mm-hmm. skin color and all these things. That's also a, a prejudice. Tribalism in Kenya, we know that it's a very prevalent. That's a discriminatory thing, which comes from the stigma, of course, again. Mm-hmm. So these things are always correlated. So I don't know what happened to them. But always the, the best thing to do is tolerance. As a society, we have to understand people's cultures, people's way of thinking, people's way of reasoning. Because if we don't understand a person, if we don't understand the society, you have to understand why a person reacts the way they do. Because once you understand why they react the way they do, maybe you also have the same thing. Maybe you, you, maybe you relate with that more. And eventually you'll see we are all humans after all, and we all need to understand each other and create a, a space for each other, which is, of course, we should be comforting and should be there for each other. So education of the mind, I think, is something very, very important where we have to learn about the societies. We have to understand how to accommodate people, how to regulate our emotions. Mm-hmm. And once we understand all these things, I think it's, it will uh, we'll be in a place more harmonious, actually. So, yeah. We saw the president uh, last week, I believe, uh, during the Mashuja celebrations, launching the universal health cover uh i haven't read the document i wouldn't want to lie but uh, the question i keep uh falling back to is you know does or the or, or anyone who was compiling this document did they consider for a moment that uh, mental health should be given priority you know in this universal health cover as an uh, as an expert yourself you know um how should the healthcare system in kenya and of course um policies around it how should they be crafted to ensure that we draft uh, a, a system or a policy that you know uh, helps, you know, we, we identify these individuals, we identify you know these hotspots, these areas. For example, now in Kirinyaga, we've seen uh, more than you know five cases. There, there was a report saying there were like five cases in one month, you know, of suicide in that particular uh, particular county. What policies can the government, of course, and the Ministry of Health uh, draft to tackle this issue, you know, uh, at source? Okay, I think um, I will speak for most psychologists when I say that I think psychology is one of the most um, neglected fields, I think, because mm-hmm. not only do hosp- hospitals not prioritize having a psychologist, they, they also underpay them mm-hmm. very, very badly. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, also plays a big role. For example, we should be having a routine screening of mental health Okay, in hospitals. So, for example, you, they, normally we have these tools as a psychologist. You have to have a tool where you're screening for depression, for anxiety, for depression, anxiety, and all these other mental issues. Okay. For example, if a patient does present to a, a doctor, or we should not be only waiting on World Mental Health Day for us to do, okay, let's talk about mental health. Let's do the screening about uh, depression, anxiety, and all these things. We need to incorporate these conversations into our daily routines. For example, now talk shows like this normally Mm -hmm. raise awareness about these kind of things. And now this will keep the conversation going. Eventually, if the conversation keeps going, we'll start to familiarize with these things and it will be more normal for us to talk about them. I think the people who are responsible for us in terms of the government, who represent us in the government, also have to have their ears on the ground, knowing what's happening. Now, in fact, for example, in the cases where these suicides have been happening, the five uh, five suicide cases. Yeah, five suicide cases, yeah. Exactly. What was done to 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 to, to tackle that issue? Mm-hmm. You you see that it's not it's a whole taboo in Africa. I think Africa mental health is still something that really really is looked at as a taboo. Mm-hmm. In fact, even seeing a psychologist, somebody will tell you, "I miss him Yeah, but it, it's not like that. it's not because you're in Zimbabwe. No, uh-huh. mental health is it's, it's just what it, what what the word is. Mental health. It's your health, mm-hmm. and health. You don't have to see blood for you to say that you're sick. 
Mm-hmm. When you have a malaria, you just feel that I'm sick. Mm-hmm. Emotions are the same thing. You know this, I'm sad. And this sadness has been there with me for a while now. Mm-hmm. This needs address. I need to do something about this. My friend has not been coming out of the, pl- of the room. It's been uh, two days, it's been three days. What's up with him? Mm-hmm. My friend hasn't normally post statuses, right? We're in the digital, digital world right now. He's somebody who co- constantly post, uh, post statuses. But mm-hmm. now it's been two, four, five, six days. Mm-hmm. The person has... What's up? Let me check on this person. Mm-hmm. So we have to normalize these conversations. We have to um, acknowledge that this mental health is something that is there and we have to deal with it. And as a government, I think the policies that are very, very important is that make psychological services accessible and also mm-hmm. you have to appreciate psychologists as a country. You have to appreciate psychology as a, as a field in itself okay i think it's just recently where there's been a, a board that was created to certify psychologists because before that it mm-hmm. was associations that were certifying psychologists mm-hmm. so you see i think that's a it's a good step because also there are so many crude uh, people who just call themselves i don't know these trainers and don't know yeah. mental health uh, and all these things but somebody who ended up is just you know uh, i'm certified and yet uh in the case of brian Mwenda, we, we, we are not sure exactly you understand so we have to acknowledge that psychology because in other in other in other countries this is something as a, as a psychologist is something that is you know it's taken very seriously in fact hospitals have to have psychologists and you have all psycho forms of psychologists you have clinical psychology you have neuropsychologists we have uh, forensic psychologists we have organizational psychologists we have psychologists there's so many fields of psychologists and mm-hmm. they're all normally in a hospital mm-hmm. so if i'm not um uh, if uh, for example uh as a clinical psychologist that cannot handle this case, they refer to neuropsychologists. And mm-hmm. this now leads to a more awareness about these things. And people in the community actually see the services and the importance of it. Mm-hmm. All these suicide cases, most of mo- probably most of them could have been prevented mm-hmm. if the person went and seeked, uh, seeked uh, psychological help. Mm-hmm. Maybe the person cannot go, because even, um, I know for sure, for sure thing that Mashinani, there's no psychologist, right, in the rural areas. Yeah. For sure, because, of course, in Mashinani, who will hire psychologists? Yeah, who would pay? Who would pay for a psychologist, right? Yeah. So the government can come in. Mm-hmm. You know what? As a government, we'll take care of you as a psychologist. We'll pay you as a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Be there. Do what's necessary. And you'll see how all these things will be able to be tackled eventually. Mm-hmm. But this lack of support from the government really, really, really downplays the field of psychology. And eventually, of course, the community gets impacted. Mm-hmm. And even the psychologists themselves get impacted, of course, mm-hmm. because now you spent all this time studying and all these things, but then you end up feeling yeah. unappreciated as a person. So, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, in a Kwanzuri tena sana 42 past 9 in the AM. I want us to hit uh, the musical streets with this one by Mr. Easy featuring the Soweto Gospel Choir na julikana kama Exit and then when we come back we'll be of course wrapping things up in a kwa um namna hiyo. Remember men, we are live via www.blueradio.co.ke. Feel free to send us a question, any comments we'll be very very happy to sample your feedback. I want us to wrap up our morning chat and of course uh, if You, are, you haven't been following the conversation. We are just talking about how mental health is important, how society can be, uh, can be involved, and of course, how the national government and uh, uh, the whole uh, community can come on board and create solutions to champion for the same. I want uh, us to finish uh, by uh, giving you an update, of course, how can you, uh, have you, you have identified your colleague as this challenge. Uh, what numbers can you call you know how, what places can you reach out so that these people uh, get the help that they so much need yes uh, and of course uh, how can you reach uh, mr mr Thwain if you need uh, his services and of course how can you navigate this whole uh, whole problem 
not only uh, understanding that you're not alone, but there's a whole community you can tap into. Karibu sana. Yeah, so um, there is a, so there are many organizations normally in Kenya. I just found I just saw some of them here. I think there's one called Befrienders Kenya, which is a charitable initiative that offers suicide prevention and support. And uh, they have a number. Their helpline number is uh, 0722-178-177. That's 0722-178-177. There's another one called Niskize. Of course, uh, this is now also a 24-hour call center for counseling services to people in distress. And their numbers are 0900-620-800. 0900-620-800. And then they have also Emergency Medicine Kenya Foundation, which is a non-profit organization started in 2015 by Dr. Benjamin Washira and Dr. Jeremiah Gitau. Okay, so it's it's free. Of course, all these numbers are free. And the hotline is 0800-723-253. That's 0800-723-253. And we also have Oasis Africa, which the numbers are 0725 3666614 and of course you can get so many others just google online uh if for you, if it's for yourself or for a friend of course uh the, the resources are there i'm happy to see that we actually have the the helplines this is very important and uh counselors are there they will talk to you and they will always provide for you as for me, my services normally, I'm, I work with the Bright Beginning Centers, a special needs school where it's found in Nyali. Most of the times I'm there. Sometimes I'm also found at uh, Chiromo. If you want, you can plan Chiromo Hospital. In Nyali, it's also found there. And uh, we can, my numbers are 0754-200-467. That's 0754-200-467. You can always book an appointment. You can sit down, have a discussion and uh, take things from there because I think uh, mental health, we have to talk about it. Psychology, normally people say it's a talk, it's a talk therapy and uh, talking is always the first step, right? Mm-hmm. We always have to talk. When you talk, even as couples, you normally advise them you have to talk. Mm-hmm. Parents with their children have to talk. Mm-hmm. You and your God, you have to talk. So talk, <laughs> <laughs> talk is always there, right? Yeah. Talk is always there. Without talking, there's mm-hmm. no... Nothing can be achieved. You always have yeah. to communicate. That's why diplomacy is one of the best things, right? Because yeah. diplomacy is also involved. A talking. Exactly. So talk is always the first thing. When you see you have problems, talk either to yourself. Sometimes it's even self-dialogue, mono-dialogues. Mono mm-hmm. Mono-dialogues or self-dialogues. Mm-hmm. You have to have dialogue with yourself actually in life. Mm-hmm. Am, I where I'm, am I where I'm supposed to be? Am I doing what's right? Am I, or is what I'm doing leading to where I want to be in life? So all these monodialogues, is this person that I'm with right now, is this a person the right person for me to be with? Am I getting what I wanted? Is this person getting what they wanted from me? Because it's a two-way relationship, right? You have to provide and you have to receive. Mm-hmm. And therefore, when the moment you have monodialogues, you have constructive talks with yourself, you'll actually find yourself holding on to that line or to that pathway that will lead you to that objective that you've set for yourself. But the moment you ignore yourself, you ignore those thoughts in your mind, you ignore that speech in your mind, that monodialogue, that's mm-hmm. when you find yourself going astray and eventually find yourself in places where you're like, how did I get here? It's because you didn't have a conversation with yourself. And if you see the conversation yourself now is getting bad, sick, uh, it's not um, giving you results, talk to somebody else. A problem shared is a problem half solved, right? So yeah, say for sure. Yeah. Uh, as, we f- as we finalize, uh, what message would you have for um, young people and anyone you know who has uh, battled you know, uh, this particular uh, problem and that they would like to be a champion, of course, in the future? 
uh, to help others, you know, not fall into the same situation they have uh, fallen in as you close. Okay. Um, the fact that you're standing there after dealing with all these things is testament enough that you're strong enough for you to deal with it, right? Because if what well, we normally say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? And uh, the fact that you're now there, you've handled all these things, you've been through, you've gone through these battles and you're still standing, that's kudos to you. You're a strong person, you're there. And if you're still in the moment now where you're in the depression phase, seek uh, professional services, of course. Seek out the numbers I already mentioned before. Seek out online. You can just Google, find a number, uh, the closest therapist, find the closest counselor, talk to somebody, talk to a friend. If you can't, uh, if you can't go to counseling services, talk to a friend. And this friend maybe can talk to somebody else who maybe knows somebody who's a counselor or a, a therapist or a professional who will eventually help out. Uh, you're not alone. Uh, the community normally stands with you. Uh, as professionals, we are obligated to be with you. Of course, we are, we are there for you. Uh, you can always reach out to, reach out to us. Um, and uh, mental health normally is a journey. You know, the thing about behavior therapy is that it's not something I'll give you medication and you'll get better in two to three days. It's something that takes a month, two months, three months. But the thing is you, you improve as day goes by. And the good thing about us is that we keep we equip you with tools. We don't just give you the medication. Right next time you have to come back to us, write mm-hmm. a prescription again and give you again medication. No. I give you the tools mm-hmm. for, so that you can be able to handle it when it comes back later. Mm-hmm. Okay, because the thing about your behaviors or emotions is that when they go, they do come back. Okay, yeah. because you have triggers, right? Mm-hmm. Ev- eventually, so we have to equip you with the tools so that when it does come back, you actually know what to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, that will be my final all right, all right. Thank you uh, very much for making the time. Uh, it has been fantastic. Of course, if you missed uh, this particular episode, catch the replay, of course, on our YouTube pages and Spotify page at Blue Radio Kenya. You can also catch it uh, on Apple as well and all uh, other streaming and uh, podcasting platforms. It will be, of course, uploaded much, much later. You can enjoy and have a repeat and a feel of what we had uh, broken down earlier. You're listening to Blue Radio, bringing the vibe.